business owner with their marketing. I looked over their website, I looked over Instagram, Facebook, text, email, and I said, you know what? This is what you're doing wrong. This is what you should be doing. And this is what I think you're doing great at. Keep doing that. But I gave them some ideas, some strategies, some tactics for all of that, all for free. And uh, you can do that as well. If you want to be a guest on the podcast and have me go over all of your marketing and tell you what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right based on my experience, probably done a thousand of these calls behind the scenes and with our SPM Pro members. And this is the first time where I'm actually putting these out in the public with their consent. Uh, but if that's something like you want to be involved with, shoot me a message. Go to smartpizzamarketing.com. There's a guest form there. Or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. Be like, hey, listen, Bruce, I need a marketing teardown. I need some inspiration, some ideas, some strategies, some tactics, because I don't know what I'm doing. And you are the guy who gets the information from people, plus our clients, plus our SPM Pro members. And I can see what's working. And I can give you that strategy for free on the podcast. Mark was a great sport. I went over all of his website, his Instagram, his Facebook, and it's it was kind of a mess, but in a good way. He's trying. He just didn't know exactly what to do. I gave him some tips. It was a good podcast episode, and I think that if you're listening to this and you want to kind of learn what's working with when it comes to marketing, this is going to be a great podcast episode for you to listen to, write some notes down about, pay attention to, because there's a lot that we talked about in here. Uh, but let's get into the episode. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Before we get into the show, thank you to Fiero Group for being the sponsor of this podcast episode. If you're looking for an oven, a mixer, or one of their new hand well, not hand, it's a machine pounder, but it can help your business out by eliminating some of that labor cost. Go check it out. It's called the Opera Prima. It's over at fierogroup.com, their website. They have this great machine that can help you eliminate some of that labor issue that we're all having and going through. Uh, I watched it at the last year's Pizza Summit. I'm sure they'll be at the Pizza Summit this year again, but it's a machine that hand pounds and hand stretches the dough. Amazing, amazing machine, not like anyone or any machine you've ever seen before, but it's available Right now, go to fierogroup.com. Also, if you're in the market for a new oven or maybe an upgraded oven or some mixers, other machine or equipment for your pizzeria, they have everything. Great company, great family-run company. I had Peter on the podcast, and I'm appreciative that they are supporting the SPM podcast. So please do me a favor and go check them out. And also, the Pizza Cloud, a phone system, but it's more than a phone system. It helps you eliminate the possibility of your phone lines or online ordering or credit card processing ever going down again with a cellular backup. We used to have a problem in our pizzeria where it would be slow for a little bit. And we realized after doing some research that we were losing thousands of dollars in orders because our phone line would go down and we wouldn't know it. But it wouldn't happen for an extended period of time where it would be super noticeable. It would be like 10 or 15 minutes at a time. But it would happen quite frequently. And it cost us a lot of money. And if we had something like the Pizza Cloud system, that would have been eliminated and it would have paid for itself in the first year pizzacloud.net, go there, talk to John, get set up, never have a down phone line or online ordering ever again. They have a whole bunch of other things too. John's into AI. He's into a, a, a phone answering system. You can even hire them to answer your phones for you. They have an office where they have people answering phones and then, then you just get an order right through your point of sale system. Go check it out. They have a ton of stuff. Great company, pizzacloud.net. All right. We are going to do a marketing review. I'm going to go over Mark's website, social media, maybe text messaging and email if he's doing that as well, and kind of give my feedback and help him improve his marketing over there. But Mark, first off, how are you doing? Thanks for doing this. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. I know this may hurt a little, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be mean, but I'm going to be honest. And I'll give you 
hopefully when you walk away after this, after doing this, you have a good idea of what you should be doing for Instagram, Facebook. And if we get into text messaging or email or any of that stuff, uh, okay. I want to make it where you can be like, all right, now I know exactly what I need to do and how to do it. So before we get into that, give everybody a little background about like what your business is, where you're located, how you got started. We, um, I bought a business, uh, a New York pizza uh, business called New York Pizza Ocean Springs in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And uh, we're right on the Gulf Coast. <clears throat> and uh, I bought it from a, a, a family of folks that had built some New York pizzas in the Gulf Coast area. And he sold one off at a time. And they all seemed to do really well. This uh, one I bought uh, really almost a year ago today. Okay. Uh, and so we've been able to maintain sales. My goal has been to increase sales and I can't figure out if it's change of ownership, if it's just the economy, uh, if it's some hiccups we've had with managers changing and losing some um, traction that way. So um, that's the reason I'm here. All right. And what are you, what are you doing for marketing currently? Like what is the strategy? <clears throat> When I bought the business, we were on a website uh, that was uh, run by Slice and everything went okay. through Slice. We're now using a website that is uh, taken care of by owner.com and uh, they're helping us with uh, uh, more savings than if just going directly through DoorDash. Um, and so we're doing that. Uh, my wife runs a Facebook. She just makes some posts. We've hired people to do that. We, we haven't, we haven't, we feel like the people we've hired to do Facebook posts, uh, one was in Florida. She, we didn't feel like she knew the, 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 the territory. What we do find about where we, where we're at in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, it's very colloquial. It's very community based. Uh, so we just felt like a, you know, a New York, uh, stylish marketer doesn't really fit for the Southern Ocean Springs community that we are. It's a smaller community than I thought. Everybody knows and what are they, they, what that marketing person, what did they do? Like, what did you hire them to do? Uh, do post weekly on Facebook just to keep um, us engaged. Any specific um, amount of times per week? I think the goal was three or four times a week. And that was but, for oh, Instagram but, and Facebook. Yeah, well, not Instagram. It was just Facebook. And then we discovered that we could link Instagram and Facebook together. So, you know, my wife and I were not techies, but she decided to take this back and, and see if she can, whatever she posts on Facebook, she can post on, on Instagram. So, um, and how much did you pay them? That person we, to do the marketing? We were paying, uh, we were paying one per two. We've had two different people. One person was 500 bucks a month. And uh, the other person, we were paying about a hundred and a quarter uh, a week. So I guess both of them were each about five hundred bucks a month to do. And that was for one, three to four posts a week on Instagram. I'm sorry, Facebook. Correct. Okay. All right. So let's go over your marketing now. So you, what the strategy now is? You're posting. You don't have anybody doing it for you. These are all your posts. You link Instagram to Facebook or vice versa, and right. your posting strategy is three to four times a week. Correct. Okay. It, Let me it, just go over it, your. It, it, yeah, if, if we get to it. Okay, if you get to it. All right, so you have no you have no schedule or there's no, you just kind of, if you remember, you post. Well, yeah, it's like, hey, we're going to run a special on this, and uh, let's run a special. Uh, I want to create a soup uh, for the wintertime for our, for our store. I'd love to do a pizza, a slice. We sell a lot of slices. Slice is a big deal for New York-style pizza. 
slice and soup or soup and slice. Uh, I'd like to do a post on that. So I'm always thinking of reasons to post. We've, 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 we've done shots of some of our employees and team members and, but we don't have a strategy. I think we need a strategy for product people and the community. I think, I think a lot of our posts should be community based. And so anyways, yeah. Do you do any community events or donations or sponsorships or anything like that? Nothing of, um, we, we, we sponsor a team here and there. We give some money, we give some, uh, pizzas out for free, uh, uh, here and there. There's a local guy that we got caught on the ring, giving a free pizza to that. We got a lot of traction on that. We didn't even know that, that his daughter was watching it and he's, he's a real poor guy. And, and we gave him a pizza and that got some traction in the community. Cause we drive by his house every day and he sits out front and okay. um, my wife says, let's, let's stop and give this guy a pizza. And so we went okay. back to the store and got him a pizza. So that probably was the best piece we ever did. We didn't even know we were going to get busted for doing that, which was good. <laughs> you know? That's great. And what's the goal for you is with social media in marketing, is it to, is it awareness, which means you want to be top of mind for everybody in your community, or do you actually need to raise sales with social media marketing? I think there's a little bit of a difference. There is, uh, but there is, we do need to, we, we do need to raise sales. Um, okay. I have over the last, when I, when I bought the place, we, I, I bought it. They had a great manager. Uh, he's no, he's no more there. And then I've had to, reinvigorate the whole store with a new manager and all of that. We now have the most awesome team. Okay. So I want to keep these folks. And it's, 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 what's great is when I, when I bought this place, there was only a couple full-time people. I got all these people that want to work for me full-time now. So I feel a burden to, um, produce sales so you can give them the hours and the yeah. money. And yeah. the money, you know, right. so, so Jody and I, we're, we're at the other end of the scale of, of where we're at in career life. Uh, so we, it, this isn't like um, we need it for ourselves, but we do want to look at it as a, as a ministry and a mission for some of these folks. Uh, but we can only do that if it makes money. Right. You want to be able to, yeah, it's, it's great to find great people, but it stinks if you can't uh, afford to keep them on the hours that they need and they go somewhere else. So. Yeah, particularly because we, if we spend the energy to an investment to train them, right, and they 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 believe in our culture, we believe in them. Uh, they they're they're awesome chefs, and um, uh, we want to keep them. So so I do feel a burden now that I have excellent people to um, increase sales. All right, so let's go over your. Insert. I'm gonna start with your website, okay? Okay. Um, so you said owner.com does your website? Yes. Are these your photos? First thing I want to no, really, you know, no, all right. So the no. first thing that I would do is try to take photos. And this may give you a little bit of a jump start when it comes to your social media because you're gonna have to get better at taking photos with your camera. Do you have a new what kind of can what kind of phone do you have? I have a just an iPhone. iPhone, newer one? Twelve. No, mine's up? a ten. Mine's a ten. I think my wife's is newer. Okay. So somebody needs to get an upgraded phone because the upgraded phone's on the I'd say the twelve in the to the current one, fifteen. The, the camera, when it comes to video, is awesome. editing, and yeah, it's worth the investment if you own a business and social media is going to be your thing to upgrade your phone. So uh, 12 because, and beyond. Yeah, 12 and beyond, uh, because the camera on that is phenomenal, okay. and then you can edit things on there, and it, you won't need to purchase a separate camera or even hire somebody to do it as long as you have an updated phone. Okay. So the first thing that I would do is go to your website, right? Because you want to have cohesiveness. So if someone 
finds you on Facebook or Instagram and they find you because one of your posts of your pizzas like this one looks great um caught their attention and then they go to your website and this okay, is the not, cheese not, pizza that they see yeah now in that 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 photo you just showed that we're we're experiment, experimenting with a margarita pizza okay and and the team just they made that so that's a um that's a real uh that's a real photo okay so this one's like uh do you have a cheese pizza photo here but this one's a pepperoni i can see some here right so these pizzas look Those a little, real. Bit, a little a bit real. different than these ones, right? Yes. So, so, so yes, everything on our website was given to us by owner.com. Yeah. So I just start with your website and start with every single pizza that you make, take a photo of, okay. and then send those directly to owner.com and say, Hey, listen, every time you see a pizza that says all meat or cheese stick, I want it to be my picture. And put it on the website. If I need to make it better, I will. But I need to have cohesiveness. So if someone orders a pizza from Instagram or Facebook, and then they go to my website to order it online, they're gonna be like, "What the hell is that? That doesn't yes. look like what I." Well, what and I it just is. Saw. And you're right because if you scroll back up on my website, we did get busted one time on the Four Seasons. Our Four Season is not. That's the one on the left. Okay. Ours is not looking like that. It's all together. Yeah. And so all the, all the, though that looks cool. That's not the way ours looks. And somebody once said to us, I, Hey, I ordered the four season. It doesn't look like the one on the website. So I yeah. get, I get so that. So make sure that you take, start there, take a photo of every single pizza you have, send them over there and be like, Hey, edit these to make sure that it looks like what someone's going to get. You're almost better off if you don't have a photo of it to not have a photo of a, of a pizza versus the wrong pizza. Because if someone doesn't know what the pizza looks like, they're not going to complain if it comes and it's different than what the photo is on the website. So start there. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Then the website there. Right, so that's the website. I feel like it works pretty well. It's pretty quick. Um, do you have any idea where these, they got these photos from? Are they able to use these? They're not like from Google or anything like that. Right. So you're not going to get in trouble for using somebody. No, else no, no. Owner, owner. I, no, I'm going to trust that they they're taking the high road on everything. Okay. So let's go over to, let's start with Instagram. So the first thing that I look at with Instagram is your bio, right? Cause someone isn't going to necessarily see your Instagram profile like this. They're going to see it like this because it's going to be on mobile. So it's going to look small and they're probably just going to see one post like this in their feed and decide if they want to go check out more or like this photo or not. So with, when it comes to photos like this, this probably isn't going to work well in the feed because there's no caption. There's no hashtag. There's no context behind this photo. You probably just uh, either put this on Facebook and cross posted or vice versa, or maybe you didn't. But if you do post anything to Instagram, make sure you put a caption. What is this photo about? Why should yeah, somebody that, care? And yeah, what is that, the call that, to that, action? That was, Monday, that was about, I think, I think the Cowboys and the Chargers played Monday night football. So I think, I think my wife was trying to generate a, a, um, a, a a post about pizza for Monday Night Football or something. All right. So if you were on Instagram and you saw this post, what would you think? I, I, I well, I don't. Well, I wouldn't connect it necessarily to getting a pizza. I don't think. Right. I don't. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, great. The, the Cowboys or the Chargers probably posted this or the NFL did. What are they doing? And yeah. then you look down here and it's a New York pizza company. What does yeah. that have to do with anything? Yeah, and that's probably right. the reason why it didn't get much engagement. If your posts yeah. don't get engagement, they're not going to get seen by anybody else. So uh -huh. how it works is Instagram, you post something to Instagram or Facebook, Instagram and Facebook post, uh, share that content with a small percentage of the people who follow you. If the people who follow you engage with it, then it'll show it to more people. 
if the more people engage with it, it's got a shot to get shown to people outside of the people who follow you. So if the people who follow you don't engage with it, it's got no shot to reach anybody else outside of the people who follow you. So what you want to do is you want to look at every single post and be like, all right, is this something that if someone didn't know who I was or what I did, they would understand what this post is about? And if somebody who's following me saw this post, would they understand what this post is about or why I posted it? And if the answer is no to both of those, don't post it because it's not going to help you in the future. So that's that one. This one, this photo, I actually like. I actually don't think this is a bad photo. Um, but again, no caption here or context as to what it is or no hashtags. So hashtags give you indexing. It used and to be and was, was, was that on Instagram or Facebook? This is on Instagram. We're still on Instagram. Okay. I'm so, just going to kind of go through some of these content posts to give you yes. a little quality index here. Like I do, I don't think this is a bad post. I don't think it's the greatest post in the world. I think that if you get an updated camera on your phone, it'll probably be a little less blurry, a little bit more clear, and a little bit more crisp. Um, but again, no captions, no hashtags, so there's real, no real context or any call to action for anybody to take any action on this post. I, I, I'm wondering if, if when she posts on Facebook and she does have the caption, that perhaps the caption doesn't transfer automatically to Instagram, only the only the picture. I don't know that. I'm not. Well, 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 I can bring over to Facebook right here, and it looks like uh, that it. She might be going from Facebook to Instagram. If yes. you are going to cross post, yeah. In some posts, I think you can, but I don't think every post you should. So, I so see there on there on Facebook, you can see she does have a caption about the Monday Night Football game. Right. So, I if what I was saying is, if you are going to cross post, I would start with Instagram and have it cross post to Facebook, not vice okay. versa. Got it. Because the, I know for a fact that if you post on Instagram, the captions translate over to Facebook. Thank you. Um, but I don't think you should do that for every single post. Like this is probably a better post because it's formatted properly for Facebook than it is for Instagram. So I wouldn't cross post this one. If I was going to do something like this and I wanted to get some engagement for the pizza, uh, this may be great for Facebook, but on Instagram, I wouldn't post that photo. I would post a photo of a pizza and then the words that you did here because Instagram is a very visual platform. It's got to stop some, the photo or video has to stop somebody from scrolling to even see what this caption is about. And this one's not going to do that. Agreed. But on Facebook, it's more of a social platform where people don't necessarily care as much about the photo as they do the, the caption or the context of the post. Does that make sense? Yep. And then back to your bio. Uh, so the, we did a little bit about the content, the bio, family-friendly New York-style restaurant made with incredibly fresh ingredients right here on the Gulf Coast. What I would love to see is uh, a phone number, where you're located, so maybe put your address here. So if someone sees a post of yours and they live in Texas, they know not to go to your website because you're not in Texas. So you should put your your, your address, and you don't have to be like your street address. It could just be like your state and city, uh, a way to contact you. You want people to be able to call you, message you, and go to your website if they see a post and then go to your bio. Okay. And then lay it out nice and fresh. So if you go to, um, so I'll see if I can go to my bio here. You can go to here, uh, Smart Pizza Marketing. 
you can see kind of how I have it laid out here pretty clearly. So it's like all nice and indexed. So if you're looking at this on mobile, you can easily see what I do. Okay. Okay. Now I can make it a little bit bigger for you so you can see it there. All right, let's go over to Facebook. Facebook, I don't think you're doing a great job. I do think that you need to post a little bit more. I see here uh, October 15th. And I see here September 25th, uh, September 23rd, 22nd, 20th, 18th, 15th. So it was a little consistent for a little bit. 8th, 5th, 4th, 4th again, 3rd. So you're pretty, you're not inconsistent. You're posting pretty frequently. And I don't think these are bad posts for Facebook. Honestly, and they're getting pretty decent engagement. Maybe format them a little bit better so you don't see that. So you don't see the gray bars on the side. Um, you can just Google, or I can send you a link of what the what the proper photo size would be for Facebook. But I don't think these are really that bad of posts for Facebook. I actually think you're doing a pretty decent job on there. Okay. As I scroll through here. This one I wouldn't post. This one's probably not the greatest photo in the world. I would probably take a better picture of that. Um, but yeah, what maybe. I've seen work on Facebook is, yes, photos. I would do every other post. So these are great. I would probably post, if your goal is to really raise sales and awareness, you need to post every single day, maybe even yeah. 10 times a week. And I would do a photo of food, which is great. But then I would also ask questions. Like this post down here where you, I don't know if you asked a question, but I definitely, it just caught my attention. This one, uh, see how it's worded here. You just put words on the post itself. And if you go to write something on a, on a Facebook post, there's an option to make that into like a photo text instead of just text in the profile. What I would do is, all right, I'm going to post seven to 10 times a week. Every other post, I would ask a question. Hey, what's your favorite pizza topping? What's the best day for you to order pizza or anything like that? You can go to ChatGPT. Do you know what ChatGPT is? I've, I, I've, I, no. I mean, I've heard of it, but I, I, I don't really know. All right. Well, I just did a video on our YouTube channel of how you can use ChatGPT to help with okay. marketing. And it lists out a whole bunch of questions because you want engagement. You want people to keep coming back to your page. You want people to engage, comment, like, share your post. The more people do that, the more they're going to see the posts in the future. If nobody likes your post, if nobody comments, if nobody shares, you're going to have a decrease in reach over time because Facebook looks at your content and says, wow, this, this is kind of crap content. Nobody's ever engaging. Why would we show it to anybody? So you need to build engagement questions like you have here on this one. I don't know if this, this necessarily question is great, but this format with other questions to ask people to build engagement is a great way to build engagement and get questions. And you can easily go to ChatGPT and say, all right, I own a New York style pizzeria. I want 10 Facebook questions to ask my potential customers that are built for engagement. And it's gonna list you out 10 questions you can ask. And you can use some of those, you can use all of them, you can use none of them, you can tweak those, but it'll give you a little bit of a spark of an idea of what you should be asking on those Facebook posts. Now, is that free? Yeah, ChatGPT is free. You can also go to Bard, B-A-R-D.com. That's Google's version of ChatGPT. It also does something very similar. But I would start there. You want to okay. build up engagement because building up engagement on your post will help 
reach more people and then you can convert those people into customers. Okay. So how many followers do you have on here? You have um, 562. So the engagement on these posts isn't bad, but it's not tremendous, but it's not bad for the amount of people you have following you. Um, three comments here. Do you reply to the comments that people leave? Like, do you engage with them? I don't know. I, 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 I'm hearing you Oh yeah. probably telling me that we should. Yeah, I see some comments and some okay. uh, replies here, which is good. That's very okay. good. Okay. If great. you can, reply to every single comment. Like it. Uh, even if it's like a smiley face reply, that helps Yeah. yeah. moving forward. All right. So on Instagram, I would fix your bio. A few more reels. Because reels are a great way for you to get extra reach. Videos, short form videos are really working well on Instagram. So say this photo right here is a photo, right? You could take this photo and instead of it being a photo, make it a four or five second video in vertical form of you kind of zooming in or hovering over this pizza and make it a four or five second video that you could make into a reel that would probably do better than this. Would, would, would you say something like, here's, we're launching a new margarita pizza type of thing? You can, or you can say nothing. I, maybe you say nothing in your comment, since you don't really have it, would be whatever you want to say, you just type out here. And then add four or five hashtags. Hashtags, you're going to have to do some research in your area. It should be obviously a little bit restaurant, pizza, uh, location-specific hashtags. You'll have to do a little bit of research and how you do research is just search, go to search on Instagram, search your location, your town, your city, and see what hashtags come up that people are using and just kind of take a couple of those and then add a couple that maybe is one or two specific for you and then one or two specific for the type of cuisine you have and then one or two that's specific to your location. And that's going to help. Uh, Instagram kind of index what your content is about so that it can show it to people who it would be appropriate to show it to. Okay. That's that. Facebook, I would do the same thing. Seven to 10 posts a week. And every other post, I would be asking a question about something that's going to build engagement. Now, this isn't going to work forever. Instagram and Facebook change. Right. So it's going to be a, it's going to be content that's going to you're going to have to adapt and change over time because it may work today but three months from now you may start to see it dwindle so you're all right all right what else can i do that is working now and what can i stop doing that's not working because doing marketing that doesn't work is just a waste of time and it makes Agreed. you feel like you're working but you're not really working because it's not working so you're just no, checking things off the list and kind of going through your day but it's not really helping your business right now, what about text messaging or email? Do you do any of that? So owner has, uh, owner is, is, uh, integrated with our, 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 um, our system, uh, our, our point of sale system, uh, Clover. Yep. And, uh, we've got some emails and phone numbers. We right now don't do any text. They do, they do uh, emails, but they're very haphazard. I've talked to them uh, about doing more and also developing a strategy and a consistency. I, and I says, put me on there too, so that I know when they're happening. 
And just yesterday, I got an email from New York, uh, uh, New York Pizza. Um, three reasons to order pizza now, discount inside, three orders to order. Hey, Mark, if you're in the mood for some delicious pizza today, we've got you covered. Here are three reasons why it's a good idea to, to order takeout from our website or app. We have an app now through order okay. as well, um, which you can get on um on, uh, I think now on Android as well, certainly, um, certainly Apple, but so, you know, so they do a, they do a, um, I don't know if you can see it. They do a email for us, but I, I can't figure out when, how often, um, it's not enough for me. And I'm also frustrated because I want, I would love every time somebody walks into my store and orders, I'd love to get their info. Um, we do have a loyalty program on the Clover screen, but we also need to, I think, train up our people. We need a script for our people to say, hey, uh, are you part of our loyalty program? Join up. Just put your phone number down and, and we got you covered. Something okay. so simple. And, and we don't I haven't got them trained up to do that because I don't know exactly how to do that yet. Would you have a QR code? I mean, you could simply just print out a QR code and say, hey, uh, you want a free pizza? I mean, how much is a small cheese? Do you have a? Do you have two different size pizzas? Small, large? We got, yeah, we got three, three different sizes. How much um, is a small pizza food cost wise? Probably. How much do you charge for a small cheese pizza? Uh, eleven bucks. Food cost wise, um, it's probably cost you three dollars, four dollars at most. Yeah. Okay, so would you give if I could give you a customer's email and phone number for three or four dollars? Would you? Is that worth it to you? Probably. Okay, so I would put a QR code on the counter that says, hey, want a free pizza? Scan this code. We're going to email you, send us your email and phone number, and we're going to email and or text you your coupon for free pizza. Um, um, and then and then do that so that it's not uh, every time you show up, because, you you know, I've got, I got regulars. They keep coming. Once we got their info, they wouldn't get a free pizza every time. Yeah, you just you word it so it's like one-time use only. Yeah. You can only well, use it I, one time. And I think owner... I think owner has a way of doing that. I think I asked them one time because when you join the loyalty program on the website, uh, uh, you get a discount and um, they should be, if they don't get somebody else, because there's a ton of POS systems out there that do that. And they can send you coupon codes specifically for your email that are only available for your email. So people can't share them. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. And I, listen, I, so here's how we used to work it and how I do it with people we work with now. Social media is great for brand awareness in a little sales. Email and text is where the sales come in. Like that's where you can really grow business. You use social media to get people aware of you and then maybe to get onto your email list and or text list. But the text in the email is where the sales happen. Yeah. And I agree with you on that. Does, do they, that. do you do any text marketing? I don't think they do any. No, okay. I, so I've been, you know, I kind of, abdicated this whole process to owner they kind of said that you know they could do a lot of this i don't think we've done any of that yet because i all right so there's a company that we work with it's called boostly.com i'll send you an intro when you get off this and you don't have to sign up with them but they can certainly give you some more information and the cool thing about them is they don't have a fee you just pay for the text you send out so okay. it's not like you got a monthly fee or a contract or anything you can just be like all right i want to send out 100 text this is how much it costs for 100 text once you start getting people's phone numbers Right. But I would do text marketing on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when it's slow because those work really right away. And then I would do email towards the end of the week and mix it up. And again, go to chat GPT or Bard if you're stuck on ideas 
for emails. Be like, hey, give me 10 different ideas for emails that are, aren't annoying, but also will help sales. And then it'll spit out some ideas. AI is very much smarter than you and I when it comes to creativity and yeah. data. So okay. it has a lot of information on there that you can use to your advantage. Okay. And I would start there. Okay. Any questions of everything that we, I know we kind of threw a lot at you. So let me know if you have any questions. Um, or. No. Um, what about um, SEO on the website and anything like that? Uh, again, I'm a neophyte when it comes to that. Um, I don't think SEO on your website is that important. But I do think that your Google My Business is probably more important for your SEO. And you should use text. These texting platforms like Boostly will help you get reviews on Google because that actually helps you rank higher than your website itself. Like if you can get people fill out your Google My Business page to its fullest extent and get okay. as many reviews as you can on there, good ones, because the right. more you do that and the more frequently people go to review your page, the higher it'll come up in that little box when you google best okay. pizza near me you see three or Got four it. restaurants pizza shops in there. the more reviews you have the higher you'll rank there and texting is a great way to do that because after somebody orders you can send them a text that says hey how was your order and they can text you back it says good and if, then you can send another text back that says okay great would you mind leaving us a quick review here yeah got it got it the more you can automate that the better it's going to be got it yeah, but I couldn't get that review. I can't get that review off. So I have found that these negative reviews can really, you get one bad review. You, you, I need 50 probably good ones. To yeah, I'd say, I don't know if it's 50, definitely 10. Five or 10 good reviews will eliminate one bad review. Got it. So, okay. And these platforms like email and text should be able to increase your positive reviews and yeah. decrease your negative ones. Because if you use it properly, email and text, you should be sending people guest queries after they order from you, whether that be a text yeah. or an email. So if someone orders online, the next day they should get an email that says, hey, you ordered yesterday. How was everything? Uh, this is Mark. He yeah. was right to me. And then they'll reply if it's bad. You know, not everybody who has a bad experience is going to go leave a bad review, but they may not come back again. But if and, you fix and, the problem, yes. then that solves that. And, and, and we have called people and, and talked to them directly, Jody and I, my wife, about uh, issues that they've had, because I, I do want to hear them. And it's funny you mention that, because that's who I am. I don't write bad reviews. I just right. either just, I, I call the manager, I talk to the manager, because I understand how life is. We all are working to try to make it work. And to me, a bad review is almost a punitive thing. It's not a corrective thing. And, yeah. and just tell me. I mean, we were at a restaurant Sunday with it with an employee. Uh, we were talking, and they had a band, and it was almost like a rock concert versus just a background music. And I said to the to the waitress, "Are they able to turn it down a bit?" And it they it was rocking, and we couldn't even hear ourselves. And so I said to Jody, "You know, that would be where somebody in our world they give us a bad review. I wouldn't do. I just I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna. Yeah, we'll go back. But I, you know, but it's it's anyways. So um." I, what to me, I'm trying to automate this. So when, when you say that somebody like last night, let's say they, they took an order, we took an order on our website. Um, are you saying that now go on the website and see who made orders last night and then, and then manually send them a text or is this automated? 
It should be both. You should, if your systems are able to do it, automated would be great because you can just kind of set it and forget it and maintain it versus having to do it every time. But if your point of sale system or your online ordering platform or text platform doesn't do it automatically, it's worth it to do it manually. But that's why that's why I think it's so important to pick a point of sale system in an online ordering platform that does have those capabilities, because even if it costs you more money to have that point of sale system, the the functionality of that is going to make you money over time. Versus, well, I agree, and and, and I agree with that. So, um, so we had it set up in our pizzeria, and it did it automatically. Someone would order online today. They'd actually get an an, uh, an email four hours later, unless it was midnight. And then it would go the next morning and say, "Hey, you just ordered. How was everything? This is Bruce. Send me a reply. It goes right to my inbox." And and how uh, and and did, did you create that, or did you is it you farm that out to somebody? Our point of sale system had email capabilities, so we worked with them to set it up inside of the point of sale system that okay. also did our online ordering. Okay, so my and, first shot is to talk to uh, owner. To see if they, uh, yeah, your first shot would be to talk to whoever your online orders come from because they have the data. Yeah, yeah. And if they do any email, they should be able to, with their engineers, even if they don't do it currently, that should be something that they should be able to figure out pretty easily. Now, as you know, I can't, uh, you know, DoorDash is a mystery. I can't get behind the the, the curtain with them on that. Yeah, I would sneak. I would sneak a flyer into every DoorDash bag and be like, "Hey, you want a free pizza? Scan this QR code because." QR codes used to be annoying and people get annoyed when I say that, but we're a pizzeria, right? So people have their phones. All you got to do is take a picture and they can bring you right to a landing page to get a free pizza and then you have their info. Okay. QR codes are very easy to set up too. You just Google QR code and it'll make one for you. And all you have to do is add the URL and it'll link it to wherever you want it to link it to. Got it. Okay. Good. All right. What other questions you got? Uh, what's your thoughts about loyalty programs? I like them. I like the loyalty programs as long as they work well. I think yeah. that, you know, Dunkin' Donuts has a great, Starbucks have great loyalty rewards program where every time you earn points and then you can cash those points in for stuff. Okay. And I think we've it's got a great one. way to get people to order more. Got it. I think we need to build a script for our people, even though when you look at your screen to, to pay us, um, I think our I think our, our, our register person should say something about it. About the loyalty program? Yeah. What either have it either either have them say something or it's gotta be short, right? Because even if you yes. have a sign at the front counter, no one's gonna read the whole thing. It's gotta be like short and concise. Yes. And either the cashier can mention it or say it and maybe you give them a bonus if you get so many people to sign up like maybe they get a bonus or something that's a way for them to earn money yeah. get a value on how many what a customer is worth on your loyalty program and then go to that cashier and be like hey listen if you get this many people you get this maybe it's a cash prize maybe it's a yeah. gas card maybe it's a gift card to the movies or something that they could see yeah. as tangible reason for them to do that a lot of people want their staff to talk about things that don't benefit them. And th listen, I know that they have a job and they get paid to do it, but ultimately when you're an employee, you don't think about that. You think about what do I get from suggesting this? I, to 
I, I, I totally agree. And that's why I'm saying I'm excited about the folks we have. Not all of them think about the, the shop. They just think about putting in the hour. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, it just seems to me I'd love to have some way to say, hey, uh, on the screen, if you, you know, if you provide your number, your email, you'll be part of our loyalty program and you'll get a free pizza after. Yeah. It's got to be easy too, because I know as a cashier, it's hard to type. Some people's emails are really long. They're hard to spell. They're complicated. So it's got to yes. be an easy way for them to be like, you know what? You want to be part of our loyalty program. You get a free pizza, scan that code right there and sign, put your email and phone number in there. And we're going to give you a, for your next order, you'll be able to get a free pizza on us. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Um, Okay, good. That's it. Thank All you. right. Next step now is we should we should follow up in a few months. Okay. I want to see you implement these things. So I want to and like if we if we follow up in a couple months, we'll do another podcast. And I want to like check out your website, check out your Instagram, check out your Facebook. We can see progress, see how it's working, okay. and then tweak a couple things. 